This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I'm going to return with a second round of I've been through SHIT and this ain't it. It will be interesting to see how our farm credit system dividend will be impacted early next year by the change in interest rates. Farmers should have fixed rate loans and all but short-term debt that are not impacted by the Fed's rate hikes. Banks went out of their minds feeding the leverage in 1980. They would lend 90% or more to buy a farm, and then farmers could not service the loan from declining revenue. When the market softened, farmers puked farms back up into the market, causing a cascade of declining values that did not stop until farmland lost 80% of its peak value at the market bottom. The current situation is nothing like that. Banks did not overleverage borrowers, and borrowers did not overleverage themselves. All but the most recent farm loans were locked in at lower rates before they climbed. Farmland values have surged, but they were cash rather than debt-driven price increases. Higher interest rates will compete with asset markets like farmland, so the price rise of the latter will stop. The farmland market is not seeing recent buyers turn sellers, nor should it. In farm equity relative to debt, it's a very strong ratio. Farmland values have to drop a long ways before loans are upside down. Not going to happen. The home mortgage situation is similar. Home mortgage rates top 7%, which makes home ownership far less affordable than when the rate was half that. However, existing home mortgages are fixed at rates that were half the current. Homeowners are employed and not paying more for their fixed mortgage. Home prices are weakening accordingly with the higher interest rate, but a cascade effect as seen with farmland in 1980 or the subprime mortgage fiasco in 2008 are not unfolding, nor will they. Housing will go through a market adjustment before it returns to growth, but is doing exactly what it needs to do. Farm cost of production has gone up, but last year's lower cost produced this year's crop and $7 corn, $14 soybeans, and $9 wheat are a profit windfall, not a calamity. The hand-wringing whining that I read about in the farm media over farm financial conditions makes me cringe. Are they really that bad of managers? Hence my title, I have been through SHIT and this ain't it. My friend and I mused about how these are good times, totally opposite to what we experienced in the 1980s. We are more vulnerable looking ahead to 2023, but we have already managed our cost and expect to get pricing opportunities. The first thing that we need is rain, or otherwise we will go into a crop insurance farming mode. There is a management answer to almost everything in this country. That would sound like a good title for a future report. Here in this country, the common thread of thought is that globalization went too far and left us strategically vulnerable. When we are importing baby formula, we have a problem. The issue is bipartisan, starting with Hillary opposing TTP, followed by Donald J. Trump's tariffs on China, maintained by Biden, being expanded upon with further trade restrictions. I am pro-free trade, but I too think that the country needs to guard and protect our energy, technology, and defense interests, and that we need to recenter our trade policy to our strategic self-interest. We outsource too much of what was important to us. The beauty of this issue of supply chain management is that the United States is in the best position with the resources, institutions, technology, and capital advantages of any nation in the world to be self-sufficient. 
add Canada and Mexico to our alliance, and there is no country or region anywhere in the world that is remotely able to compete with us in any regard or sector. We have problems, but we also have all that it takes to solve them. The idea promoted for political reasons that our country is in some state of decline and distress is bizarre to me. The only thing stopping us is our lack of political consensus. 43% of supply chain managers say that they are still delaying with major disruptions. This is a big deal. Managers are building defensive inventories, which is a cost factor. They are adapting with a myriad of changes to suppliers and operations to accommodate supply shortages and control costs. Starting with the bigger picture, the world economy is deglobalizing. Supply chains had tentacles spread all over the world, and that risk is now deemed too high to continue as suppliers become unreliable, and they are bringing it in closer to home, so to speak. Inflation may moderate, but costs are not going to go back down to previous levels. From a cost standpoint, globalization will be thought of as the bygone good old days. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 